This is the audio podcast with Samuel Freeman and Scott Hewitt. Do 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 do. That should be the recording going. Sam, you want to say something quickly? Hello, I'm talking. Yeah, you are cool. Ah, ba ba dee ba Oh, oh, that's not a very good start to the show, is it? <laughs> <laughs> are we on? Is, is this thing on? Hello? Yes, it is. It's on. It's on. I'm just not sure. I just forgot how to start the show. <laughs> oh, I remember. Okay, okay. Here we go. You ready? Yep. It's Wednesday the 8th of June. That means it's time for the audio podcast. Hello, Sam. Hello via the internet. Hello. You're uh, you're over Skype, so you, the typical audio quality is not what it is, but that's nice. Yep. And um, glitches ahoy, I'm sure. Oh, it'd be it'd be satisfying, and we're no doubt get to that point where I'm like, I'm sorry, Sam, but you'll just have to say that again. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, shall we shall we get on with it then, or okay. should we? Well, yeah. First of all, I'm saying this is uh, show number fifteen, lasers. Doom, 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 doom. There's a bit of space tech today, actually, which is kind of cool. Uh, do you yep. want to say where people can get in contact with us? Um, well, the best place to look is wiki.theaudiopodcast.co.uk, which will take you to the show notes and contact information or and you can download from there and everything's there really We're, yeah, yeah. It, it's all there email address um you know how to subscribe to the show our wiki as well well the wiki is obviously where you'll be but yeah it's all there definitely we'd love to hear from you what's our first item for today on the audio podcast we're looking at the fader fox lv3 oh yeah to a- ableton live 8 savvy to, to what to be it's a compact boutique controller oh it, look, it looks pretty awesome actually it does it's got two joysticks yeah which um a whole lot of buttons control, lots of buttons and sliders lots of sliders continuous cool. controllers on the top as well yeah. no to say they're continuous controllers they do have little pointy arrow things which point say which way they're pointing which uh, is so- unusual on a continuous controller but you know, I was presuming they were continuous because they had circles the whole way around them. But maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Okay, the wrong details there. See, the audio podcast. We look at pictures and describe them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's not always the case. No, I looked. I saw this earlier in the week, but now I'm having to re- remind myself what it is. But it, <sighs> it, it is cool. It's got a whole load of buttons. It, whether it's continuous or not, doesn't really matter. I suspect it is going to be continuous, though. You know. Unless it's motorized, and it isn't going to be motorized at that price. So, oh. But we like it anyway. It's cool and colorful. It's designed, obviously, to be kind of used, you know, in sort of... It has automatic functionality for Ableton, so Ableton Live 8. So it's designed for that kind of use, uh, for performance stuff as well as production. I think it looks pretty awesome, actually. Yeah, I like it. There you go. That's all I'm saying. I like it. Okay. <laughs> Fine. Should we move on to our, ne- our, our next item, then? I think, it's, I think we're just going to move on. Maybe it's going to be a quick show. That might be nice, you know? Not if we keep pausing like this in between every item. All right, then. Our next item here, then. Uh, Wik- so on Wikipedia, um, as a lot of people know, I'm kind of involved in a lot of programming, and a little kind of thing flashed across at the start of the week about impromptu being removed from Wikipedia. So this is impromptu, the programming environment, which I've seen lots of live code videos made in this. And, um, yeah, I'd, what what is their reason for wanting it to be removed well first of all i'm going to tell you that it's not being removed and it has in fact been saved the removal the removal notice has been taken from the top but basically one of the wikipedia editors put a stamp on the top of it um saying they weren't happy with the kind of citations available in it and therefore they want they wondered if it should be withdrawn and the main issue with the citations were that they were all 
mainly from one or two sources. Which, okay. Which I think for a lot of programming languages, until they kind of get a huge emergence, tends to be fairly typical. Because, you know, one person writes a manual and one person writes a language reference and what else do you write about it? You know what I mean? I'm saying it's only when you get to a huge language, something like PHP, that you find that people start writing contrary arguments to each other and stuff like that. So <laughs> I, I thought it was a little bit a little bit harsh, to be honest. And there was a fairly big rally in defense of it. And as a consequence, well... Basically, there is no, there were no kind of get rid of this. They were all, all of the discussion was every single person was saying keep, so hence it was kept. Yep. So you know, that's a fairly fairly composite outcome. At the time, I wasn't sure. I I picked it up the day it happened, and I thought, you know, maybe impromptu will go, and if if impromptu goes, do other languages go? And so I was kind of a little bit more like, hey, we should really mention this, but you know, it got saved, so it's not a problem. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Wikipedia. Cool, the a uh, core brain MIDI, core MIDI brain dump. Well, I can't really speak to that. Like, core MIDI, <laughs> core MIDI. Yep. So this is on um, Synthetic Bits blog, um, first in a multi-part series talking about programming for the iOS, making MIDI applications with core MIDI. Yeah, it, it's pretty awesome. I, I thought it's pretty awesome. There's going to be five blog posts about this. So it's probably a series that are well worth kind of looking. There's going to be sample code, and they're going to build kind of build an application over the course of these weeks so I, I think it should be pretty cool I can definitely recommend um, recommend to read through there's loads of videos that are just kind of illustrating various points of it as well so it, it's pretty pretty powerful pretty pretty awesome stuff and the fact it's available for free is is very cool so yeah yes and is it I mean um, how does it work programming for iOS because I know that there's some there's some packages where you can pay to have to be a developer but is it possible to develop for free I don't know how does that work it was it, it was possible to develop completely free with Xcode, but somebody told me that they've introduced a, a very limited charge now, like a, a, a small dollar charge for the development SDK. I don't know if that's actually the case or not, though. I'm just... I, I don't know. I'm not writing I, iPhone apps at the moment, so... Nor am I. I, I, haven't, I haven't kept up the date. There you go. Yeah. But that's cool, you know? I, I think it's a cool thing. I would definitely recommend go checking that out at um, synthbits.com and obviously the, the links in our show notes at the wiki as well. So go check them out too. And it's, again, amazing that MIDI, is, MIDI holds in there. It's still, still the standard for communicating musical information. It's, it's crazy, isn't it? You know, a, a beautiful touchscreen interface on a high-resolution screen and then you're going to plug it together with MIDI. Wow. Yeah. There you go, I guess. <laughs> Cool. Let's um, let's move on to another really kind of cool article. Um, it's just the DJ Tech Tools. Yeah, DJ Tech Tools. Now this this was June the third. This came up, so I suspect they've well, they got a whole load of replies already, and things have probably moved on. But DJ Tech Tools um, build controllers and hardware devices. They opened a store, um, stuff like that. But recently, they've kind of got themselves into got themselves into a little bit of problems. So they're looking for some help. So basically, this is an open call that if you're if you have experience in the world of finance, um, as a CEO, or you're just or you're just willing to offer some advice to them, then they'd be really interested in hearing about it. So there you go. Okay. I I just thought that was kind of fun, you know, just as if somebody's out there looking for some work and you know, and they have that kind of skill set and they're listening to this sort of podcast, then well, they're listening to our show and they got that skill set, then they're probably an ideal person to go have a list, go have go go find out more. So. You can get the link off the wiki show notes again. Yeah. Yep. Awesome, I guess. They do do some cool cool devices and cool cool stuff, you know, actually. I was 
I'm not going to say anything more than that, but I do, I do think this stuff's cool, and I'd be really keen to maybe get them on the show if we could and, you know, find out a little bit more about it. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Well, good, good luck to them. What's next? Um, guitar tuning. This is actually a little, this came a few weeks ago, and I kind of ignored it, to be honest, but having seen you posted this and I watched the video and auto tune for guitar, it actually looks pretty cool. Oh, it's incredible. I just, I, yeah, I, I kind of ignored it at first because I wasn't interested. But now, now I am actually. This, I, I could use this. <laughs> Tuning guitars is a pet hate of mine. Not least because you can't do it because the, you know, you can tune it so it's in tune in one place, but somewhere else intonation is going to be all wrong. And especially yeah. if you've not got adjustable bridges and things like that, it makes it even more difficult. And well, I, this. It's not only solves tuning it in the first place, but it actually solves the whole intonation issue as well, doesn't it? Amazing. It, it's absolutely incredible. If you haven't checked it out, um, the the link I eventually ended up using was current.com, but it's actually a Harmony Central video. Um, and basically, it's a demonstration of auto-tune for guitar. Now, as they said, this isn't a final product. This is just a technology demonstration. And basically, they have a... Uh, I, think, I think the guy says it's a $99 guitar with... Uh, Forty thousand dollars worth of electronics inside it, but um, yes. you you basically then just strum a chord and it tunes the guitar. <laughs> yep. it, but it doesn't it doesn't physically alter the strings. It just physically it it just in the processing retunes the guitar strings and then matches the intonation. So that's it, kind of. That's it. That's your guitar tuned never. But and then like. it's yep. Then it's just when it's real time playing and it can. Do all sorts of crazy stuff so it can follow your bends and it yeah. can retune it to different tunings or make it like octave it down to be bass or yeah, all sorts of things and it's all all various modeling for different pickups and things because it's using a hex pickup so yeah. it's obviously taking the strings one at a time but then so one thing that wasn't clear to me watching the video is the is the output just a regular guitar level output that you could then plug into an amplifier or is it doing amp modeling and stuff as well no, I, I I think it's just a it's just an audio out that you then just plug into your outboard as you want to, as you want to. So I think the modeling is inbuilt onto the guitar as well. Yes, yeah, I get I got that the the processes are all built into the guitar body, but when it comes to the actual output, is it what what level is it? You know, you wouldn't you wouldn't particularly want a line level out of a guitar if you were going to plug it into an amplifier. So, oh, so what? You, yeah, I I guess maybe they are throwing out a. Yeah, well, it would, it would, yeah, it's got to be a guitar level. It's got to be a standard guitar level out, hasn't it? You can't. Yeah, they will. They will have thought of that because it's not Surely. because they're they're modeling guitars. The the processing going on is to you can, to model different pickups and things like that. They're not doing any amp modeling or anything like that. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think that's def that's definitely the case. I guess they could do the amp modeling though if they wanted to, couldn't they? So once you got the. Yeah, I think they said they were using sixty percent of the CPU they've got in there. So. so. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, it, it's it's pretty, it, it's great stuff. If you haven't seen it, you should definitely go check out the video because it's about two minutes in. The guy's like, "So now I'm going to tune my guitar," and he just strums strums it, and then it's like you just hear it slide in the tune. It's just incredible. It's, it's a it's, great moment, and it's well demoed. <laughs> it's quite a long video. It's about thirteen minutes. It, it kind of it, it drags a bit in the middle, I thought, but it, it there's still some good stuff all the way through. Yep. Cool. So moving away from that. Moving away from that, just into a quick kind of legal segue, as they say. So this is a professor in America taking up um, a legal battle about copyright because there's um, 
the way that the rules are in place right now makes it impossible for small orchestras to play certain pieces of music because of the costs involved. And this has been going on for some years. And Well, yeah, I'm saying the, the interesting side to it is the fact that the American Congress decided to retract a whole load of works from the public domain and re-copyright them to... Uh, you know, I mean, to protect their to protect their commercial value, basically. But the consequence of that was works that were previously outside of all of their copyright were put back in the copyright, and therefore charges were levied on them again. And you could no longer, you know, make a mechanical copy of the music and the such. And that was, you know, I'm saying that that's the kind of issue I think he's pushing towards here is that this kind of stuff is well, it's just made it po- impossible for him to kind of perform these works now because when you're in a full orchestra, you're looking at hundreds of parts and all that sort of stuff is making it dif- making it difficult i think so and when you've got music that was written so long ago that it should be out of copyright to yeah it's kind of sneaky yeah, yeah. <sighs> i i just sigh i sigh when it comes to this kind of this kind of story where it's it's, it's why well, every time it comes to the business of music it's all it's all a bit dirty isn't it yeah Let's move to something more positive. Um, okay. T- today, actually today in my Facebook, I got an invitation to the London Super Collider meetup, so I thought I'd just mention that, <laughs> basically. They, they meet, okay, they, so if you're in London. The, the second Monday of every month, if you, do a Google, if you do a Google or a Facebook search, you'll get them, but they have a meetup and just talk about Super Collider. Um, I, you know, I, if I'm in London and one's on, I'm definitely going to be there, but I just thought it'd be nice to mention it, because, you know, yep. it, it sounds pretty cool, a lot of fun. So there you go. Fussbox is where that's at. Yeah, for sure. So, what, what else we got? I'm I'm gonna move this for a little bit quicker here, you know. Okay. Um, so, uh, a new site uh, being being started up here is the Film Sound Discussion Group, um, who are going to be talking about basically the use of sound in films. Um, their first, their opening kind of live discussion is going to be about the film Catfish on June the 25th at 7 p.m. Uh, but that's U.S. Eastern time there, so that's late at night if you're in the U.K. Okay, but that should be cool. You got to sign up ahead of time because there's only the the service they're using can only handle 200 free participants. So it is free, but you do have to get there ahead of time, sort of stuff. So, yeah. Wow, I, I think that's pretty cool. It'd be interesting to have that kind of discussion, wouldn't it? And how like the use of sound and stuff. I think it's a cool idea. I think I was just trying to imagine 200 people all trying to trying to talk at the same time. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm feeling very removed being far away in Skype land. It's, it's starting to wear. That's all right. Let, let's go on um, TC. Uh, TC uh, are now TC Electronics are offering huge discounts on their plugins uh, June the first to Wednesday June the fifteenth, where you can get fifty percent off PowerCore and Pro Tools plugins. So that's a cool little money saver if you want to save some money. So yeah, why not? And Excellent. And my other, the, my other kind of cool competition I saw turn up this week, or well, offery sort of thing, um, Novation Video Showdown. Have you see, have you heard anything about this yet? No, this is um, no. You've mentioned it. It's on. I've closed the tab for that because it's a Facebook pa- Facebook page, and I, I I just as a habit don't leave Facebook pages open for a long time. Fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> people start talking to you and things. It's I, I understand. Well, but basically, there's an opportunity to win a launch pad, a special edition launch pad, by making a video of you using a Novation product. So, it's obviously for them, it's a big advertising thing, and in exchange, if you win, you get a prize. So it's just like any other competition, really. <laughs> yeah. But it is fun. I'm saying, seeing these videos, we saw the Berlin Synth Jam was one of our plundered items a couple of weeks ago, and 
you know, seeing these kind of things is cool. Watching people use equipment, isn't it? And the kind of sounds yeah. they're getting from it. So I think. And it, also, if, if people are competing, then they might be even more imaginative with what they choose to do there. So you know. Yeah. No. <laughs> that, that, that's true. That, that's cool. <laughs> so um, the the observant amongst the observants among the group would notice that, with the exception of talking about MIDI on iOS, we haven't really talked about um, anything Apple yet. So, <laughs> therefore, therefore, sticking to our rules, we obviously have to have an Apple news item. <laughs> there are no rules; it just you know it just tends to be the case. And obviously, the big one was the release of the announcement about the new version of iOS, the new OS X, new version of OS X on its way, and also the iCloud. And I'm going to suggest that the only news item I want to talk about today is the iCloud, if that's okay. That's okay. And we'll revisit the other things, perhaps, as when they get onto devices, because, you know, developer release previews and stuff like that, just previews aren't names. Until we get to play of it, it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. So we, we expected the iCloud to be on its way. It did appear. Um, it turns out that Apple have negotiated what Google and Amazon haven't bothered to negotiate about. Google and Amazon, Amazon don't feel you need to. I would suggest that as Apple have the relationships with all of the labels already, it probably wasn't difficult for them to, nego- renego- to negotiate this kind of stuff. And as a consequence, there is now integration with iTunes and the cloud. Well, cloud things are great. I, I've mentioned a few times my feelings about cloud and I had a, yeah, a great example of that this week. Um, I'm working at the university and the whole network went down the internet went and nobody could do any work people went home because yep. you can't work without the internet if you if everything's internet based is and so this whole all this cloud technology stuff uh i don't know i don't trust it <laughs> <laughs> well the, the thing the thing about the cloud in this form is this isn't whereas the amazon and google services are about streaming from a locker and the mm-hmm. idea being you have this locker up here. The the Apple service isn't a streaming service. Basically, if the Apple service, if you make a purchase... Well, the Apple iCloud service is actually, as far as iTunes is compared, is actually really simple. And basically what they've done is they've removed the need to sync with your computer. So now if you purchase something, if you purchase a tune on iTunes on your iPhone, it automatically... It, it, it automatically registers the fact you've done that. And then on your iPad, you can just press the button to tell it to download that track and it downloads it for a charge for you and you can just press play and go. So you no longer have to like be in that situation where you have to plug all your devices into your, you know, into your computer and hit sync and have them all sync up. Which is what they've done. That's That's that makes sense. That was perfectly logical. I it really is. I'm, I, a lot of people have been joking that a lot of the iOS 5 basically takes the Apple platform to where Android was on day 1 in that everything is automatically syncing up and down now so you don't I mean which is fun. I think I think that's a cool service. Um, I wonder exactly what Apple felt they needed to license, to be honest. Because you, essentially, you know, with that part of the service, there isn't anything to do. The other part of the service they've done is what they're calling auto detection. So, um, well, auto detect. I've just pretty probably made that up, to be honest. But basically, if you've got a track on your library already, which you didn't buy from Apple, if it detects that you have it there, it will then make it available on all the other devices, all of your other devices as well. So that's interesting because they because you could borrow a CD from a friend and put it into your machine and it would be in your iTunes and then then this then they're letting you have that on all your devices. I mean, I guess you would be able to do that if you were synchronizing it. And well, that, that, that's that the does case seem, already. You know, for these people, oh yeah, of course it's the case already. But for these people that are yep. trying to keep a tight fist on these things that are slipping away, it seems quite. I guess it's just acceptance of the way it is. It's, 
if you've got access to it, then have access to it. And the, the, the big the big difference between the, the Apple service and Google Amazon service is the fact that um, Apple have established the idea that they can just stream, they can just supply the content from their supplier of the music. Yeah. So you don't actually have to, whereas with Google and Amazon, you have to upload your copy of the music and then it comes, you can get it back. Here, you, you know, they identify you have ownership of this piece of music in a form and hence it becomes available from their service to your other devices. So... It's essentially for, well, for Apple, it's obviously going to be a lot more efficient in terms of storage because mm. obviously Google and Amazon are going to, well, storage is cheap, but can you still give an infinite amount of it away for these kind of services? Maybe not. I don't know. I don't know, but there you go. But it's, it's unnecessary if you've got 10,000 people all having the same tune. There's no point in storing 10,000 copies of it, is there? No, but that's essentially what Google and Amazon claim they're going to be doing. I have my suspicions they're not, you know, but I know they claim because <laughs> you just wouldn't, would you? It doesn't make sense. It's a uh, yeah, but anyway, but anyway, <laughs> let's move on. Let's move on. But you know what? I think we've made it to the end of the uh, the end of the news, haven't we? Excellent. That means we can talk about lasers. Yeah, it's plunder time. So lasers. <laughs> Arr. Arr. Um, lasers are cool. Every live show should have lasers, and if if you're putting on a electronic music show and you've not got lasers, then it's gonna suck. That's so true. It is. <laughs> and a smoke machine you need the smoke machine as well because people aren't allowed to smoke indoors anymore so you need a smoke machine uh, and yeah you need to see the lasers better and yeah we did miss oh should we uh should we back up actually we, we missed a new story there no no let's just go it's gone. okay it's gone good right lasers um matt davis is demonstrating um on a vimeo video his use of the connect video controller to connect through max msp and ableton and then using so he's controlling the sound, but also using DMX to control lasers. That's awesome. <sighs> I move my arm, the laser moves. And the video does it. The, the video is just awesome as well. It is. It's very, it's clearly, yeah. They're it's not taking awesome. it too seriously, which yeah. is the good thing about it. Definitely. It, it's awesome. That's all I have to, that's all I have to say. It's awesome. <laughs> it really is. You've got to go check that video out. You know, this is this technology is becoming mainstream. Well, it's it's becoming mainstream available. You know what I mean? You could yep. you could buy Connect. You could go get yourself some sort of you know, DMX controllable laser, and that would be that'd be the job done, wouldn't it? So, yep. I mean, we cool. didn't we haven't revisited Nime from last week, um, Neem, but this is you know this is stuff which five, six, eight years ago would have been kind of cutting edge academic world things, and now you can just get it off the shelf. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. What's next in our plunder? Oh, this is uh, something that I observed. Oh, yes. So um, I'm, I'm a big Doctor Who fan. That probably doesn't surprise anybody. <laughs> but um, I'm a big Doctor Who fan. And I noticed I was watching Doctor Who Confidential, which is the kind of behind-the-scenes show. And I making noticed, off type thing. Yeah, yeah they're kind of making off. And I noticed that they had a little bit where they were talking about the sets and how they put the sets together. And they had the prop guy. And the prop guy was talking about the sonic screwdriver, which, as most people know, is the kind of... Uh, it's the narrative device which gets the doctor out of any situation, basically, which is a little disappointing from storytelling, but it's nonetheless what it is. However, the thing I did notice <laughs> is that the sonic screwdrivers were in a case, and it was a Seinhauser microphone case. Now, that's obviously the factual element of the story, but what I would like to propose to you is that in, this is indeed evidence that Seinhauser are the manufacturers of the sonic screwdriver. How do you feel about that, Sam? Are you happy with that? Uh... Um... I have, yep, that's awesome. I see the pictures there in front of me. I it says Sonic 
I presume the screwdriver's inside, and it is clearly a Sennheiser box. So, yeah, and they... you can see, you can go to iPlayer, it's at 2609, and if you hit play from there, you'll see him pick it up, turn it around, open it out, and out comes a set of Sonic screwdrivers. So, what more evidence could you need? We need to get on to Sennheiser and ask them to comment on this, see if we can um, see, see if, see if can... they are indeed the manufacturers of Sonic screwdrivers. Okay, we will, I, will, I will send them an email and ask them to confirm that this is the case. So we, we can see what information they can offer us. But nonetheless, we, we've taken a little. I've taken a little grab of the iPlayer uh, of the you know of the picture from, well, the video from iPlayer. It's just a still, just so you can see it. So you know, it's. You know. <laughs> but I thought that was kind of cool. So there we go. Okay, what's our? We got two more items of plunder today. Should we have Domino Radio? Yep, Domino Radio. Um, this is another London-based thing, but it's on the internet. They're, well, they're broadcasting FM in London, but it's one week of live music, independent radio, um, starting... Well, it's on now. Started yeah. this week. Goes on till the 12th. And, yep, yeah, they've got loads of people talking. What more can you say? It's a radio. Well, I'm sure you might have something else to say about it, but... Well, no, it's just radio, but they said that they have deliberately gone out to do stuff in a kind of um, getting rid of the idea of playlists and compliance and all this sort of stuff. It's all about kind of conversation, music, you know, kind of arts expression, that sort of stuff. So this isn't kind of commercial radio, commercial radio. It's being done as a, you know, it's being done as a what we all wish radio could be if we didn't have to pay for it to exist, if that makes sense. Or if we didn't have to pay for itself to exist, perhaps, is a better way of putting it. Mm. It's, it's pretty cool. I've been, I've been listening to it for a bit, actually, and I've been really enjoying it. So you should, you know, yeah, I'll check it out. That's cool. And I think, if I remember correctly, um, yeah, if you're using Spotify, you can actually listen to past shows now as well from oh, their right, Spotify cool. from their Spotify accounts. That's pretty cool. Cool. Shall we go to our final piece of plunder for the week? Yep. Um, this is on Music Radar, um, and it's a brief history of Pro Tools. So Avid's Pro Tools, or DigiDesign, as it used to be, is yeah. This bullet's been there since 1983. Yeah, yeah, apparently. But, yeah, it's a cool article I read through. It. It's actually kind of interesting, as a, you know, yeah, Emu's Drumulator Drum Machine is the beginning of it all. How about that? It's pretty. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> so, yeah, cool. It's a it's a cool little item. You can go check it out. Give it a give it a listen. Well, give it a listen. You can't listen to it. Oh man, I'm just my head's melted. Sam, you can finish the show off. I'm just gonna. Well, okay, so I've no idea how long we've been talking, but that's the end of the audio podcast for this week. Um, that was show 15. Um, don't forget to subscribe. You can contact us via Twitter at The Audio Podcast. All of the information is online at theaudiopodcast.co.uk. And, yeah, we'll see you next week. All right, then. Goodbye. <laughs>